back, guys, for another Hello. episode. This is episode five. Can you five. believe it? Cinco. Number, number sank. Number five. <laughs> so <laughs> Three languages in the first five seconds. You've got to subscribe. Do we have any more? I don't know if I've got any more. Cinco. Uh, 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 Tacit, is it? It's Ooh, South Korean. Shaky. Korean. Tacit. Shaky. Uh, I think I'm out. What's, what's German for five? Oh, eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. Ooh, check it. Yeah. We're doing good. We're doing, doing good. good. Maybe we'll need to brush up on our, because it'll be <laughs> six next, so we'll come back. We'll, we'll see if we can keep this going. <laughs> yeah, we'll try. <laughs> anyway, Tom, how are you, my man? Yeah, good, man. Had a good week. Um, Sweet. Seems like the road trip has done me huge inspiration. Light bulbs, left, right and centre. I've... I'm writing like three songs right now. One of it, like I'm collabing with Jean Vieve, who we featured a couple of weeks back. She's awesome. Check She's written out. some piano for a track that I started writing. Oh, nice. As well as the really heavy track, which is surprisingly, I really like it. And I don't know where it's come from, but it came from nowhere. So that's super exciting. And, nice. you know, we've got T-shirts on the way, guys. We so do, we do. Stay We're tuned getting... for that. We're getting as well some as merch. Getting some merch. So merch. it's a exciting times for us. And there's new songwriting and music production content as well on the way. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. What about you, Andy? Totally, totally. Yeah, um, I had an amazing weekend just past. So I went up north. We've got like a beautiful site on the west coast of Scotland that we go to. I've been kind of going there all my life. And honestly, it was amazing. The sun was shining I had a couple of beers. Oh, it was oh, just nice. so good. And my new wee dog loved it because that was his first time. And obviously, first time out of the city, running free, you know, just going crazy. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's loving blast, it. So, yeah. so it's good. And then I've been I've been doing, instead of the t-shirts that you've been looking into, I've been looking into getting us Songwriters Lounge jackets <sighs> so we can represent. For the cold weather. For the cold <laughs> weather. The cold, yeah, which will be basically, because I was thinking... It'll be great for me to have a t-shirt, Tom, but I'm not blessed with your weather. Because you, you sent <laughs> was... me a picture of you, you know, and he was like, oh, I'm just like brainstorming stuff for the Songwriters Lounge. And he's sent me a photo of the sun shining and his beautiful pool. And I'm, you know, sat in rainy Scotland and I'm thinking, t-shirt's not going to cut it for me. So I'm going to have to try and get a Songwriters Lounge uh... raincoat uh, so I can still represent us whilst walking the dog in the in the pissing rain so <laughs> exactly i mean it's getting that way as well now as the temperature's going way down i'm just making oh, the most okay. of it while it lasts um <laughs> but yeah man that, that sounds good and don't forget to you know like and subscribe us guys on all your podcast platforms that your favorite ones we're on all of them so you can't we are, as, we are. you can't not find us you can't not find us i know i know someone <laughs> someone was asking me the other day or like uh, where'd i find you i just said Literally just search us on any platform and you'll find us. Like it's, the, it's that easy. So listen I mean, if you're listening to this, you're already here. So thumbs up. <laughs> exactly. Well done. So, so well done. <laughs> right. So shall we just uh, smash right into it? Definitely. We've got some great let's, songs this week. Let's. Oh, we've got some great songs every week. But uh, yeah, this week it's, it's looking good. So we've got a first track, which I'll let them introduce themselves just now. Hey, my name is Eleni C and this is my single, I Don't Give a Damn. And it's kind of crazy, crazy. that life is not for me. Uh, my friends trying to tell me, but I don't give a damn. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, crazy. that life is not for me. For me, for me, but I don't give a It's so good, isn't it? Yes. Okay, yeah. What a dance tune. Um, yeah, proper like EDM dancey. I've literally yeah. had the song Love stuck that. in my head all week. And 
is awesome. And some things about her. So as she said, her name is Eleni C. She's awesome. She's from London Town. Represent. She's from London. London Town. Yeah. Uh, she's awesome. She's incredible. She's uh, She's played with some incredible British music that's known worldwide, like Alicia Dixon, Foxes, Flirt East, Little Boots, Becky Hill. Becky she's Hill, played a yeah. ton of yeah. music festivals in the UK. She's really on the rise. It's and she's from London. So, so that's, I love yeah. that even more. And so that's one, obviously, your bias this week, eh? This is my <laughs> bias. This is this my is bias. This is your week, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, she's awesome. And she's just worked with us as well on a story behind the music. So definitely head up and check out the channel. She talks a little bit about the story behind this song. Cool. But like I said, like the melodies in this are crazy good and literally been stuck in my head all week. So hats off, Eleni. You've done a fantastic job. I especially love the harmony. She's layered these really nice harmonies underneath the main vocal. And then it kind of grabs you in just before that chorus hits because the producers tune down her vocals mm. and after the chorus have tuned them back up. Yeah, I love that. So it's that. a really cool little effect there. I just, I just love the production as well on the vocal. It really kind of brings out Eleni's natural timbre and just the natural projection of her voice just so nicely. Everything's kind of done in my opinion, on the vocal, just just perfectly, especially to the kind of the genre of music it is. And, and then obviously the I don't give a damn hook is just, yeah, like it, it's just in there for all to enjoy. Yeah. There's, it, it, she's done a really nice job because you're going to go away from that. There's no question what the title of the song is. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, it's that's, just like... That's for sure. Ah, yeah. Everything you need though is there. Like you're not going to forget it. And that's nah. very clever songwriting. Yeah. Um. I just love the whole feel of the track. It's very kind of like Ibiza, grab yeah, a beer, like the kind of the tropical. Again, like the Spanishy kind of lead line yeah. and, and the, the kind of the cool acoustic guitar there. It just, it just makes you, you know, want to, it, it makes me anyway want to grab a whiskey and Coke. I'm a whiskey man. Whiskey and Coke and a dance floor and just kind of stand there on a beach somewhere in Spain or Greece or whatever. I, I just I just love the feel of it. And the lyrics are really powerful, really powerful lyrics. I know Andy's a lyric man. I won't take too much away from him. But it, it just delivers a great message for the listener. And, you know, Eleni, as I said, she's she's just lovely. She not She's not only a songwriter, she's a mental health advocate. So ah, the, these good. kind of lyrics really kind of portray everything that she's about. Just a, just a lovely person, great songwriter. And I think she's got a really bright future. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, like every week we want to kind of speak a little bit about something that we would add or change if we were the producer or in the songwriting session. And the only thing I have written down is from a production point of view, it's just the, the guitar pick sound is not something that I particularly like. Again, it's subjective. It's just my personal taste, but I would have just thrown an EQ on there right mm -hmm. around the 10K, 8 to 10K range, just ducked out a little bit just to get rid of the guitar pick sound. But other than that, I just I just think it's great. I think the songwriting yeah. is awesome. I think the production is awesome. The music video is great. She's seems like a really lively, bouncy character, and it's everything <laughs> that she promotes in this song. So love it. Yeah, yeah I'm just a, I'm just a big fan. Just so is it like the, for the guitar? Is it like the the clicky clickiness of like the pick against the strings? Yeah, that's all it is. And yeah, yeah, you know, it just every single microphone picks it up. And it, yeah, again, totally. it's just a taste and it's just my personal taste. I would have just stuck that out a little bit, but it, it yeah, definitely cool. still works. You would never notice it. I had to listen to the song a few times to, to pick something out, but yeah, I think yeah. it's a great song. Well, this is what I love as well. Like I'll pick up stuff and you'll not pick up on it and vice versa, you know, because um, I didn't pick up on that. But yeah, like I'll listen back now and, and give that a listen. And that's what I like about us, like challenging ourselves to to dissect these songs a wee bit, you know, we, we both have different mindsets as well, so we can add different spins on it. And exactly. Yeah, for me, really commercial sounding vocal, and she, yeah, it's really polished. The, the vocal production, I completely agree with you, is stunning. It's, it's radio chart ready for me, and lots of shine, lots of air in that vocal, everything that you'd expect from, from a com commercial female vocal. Um, especially in her genre. I love that I don't give a damn um, 
kind of formatted vocals. Uh, I love that, you know, when you kind of pitch shift form into it and it's got that really distinct, really distinct kind of tone to it. But it's different from, I mean, it's her vocals. They're just, they're just kind of changed. And I love that. It That's adds really very, nice suspense yeah. as well, just before the chorus hits. Totally. So like, I've written that down as well. So I love how it's, yeah, it's like, it's the hook for me. That's the takeaway when you leave the song is you remember that I don't give a damn. And it's, that's the kind of, oh, that's the, that's the hook. But I love when that bit kicks in just before the chorus smashes. They've got this like, like kind of drum fill. And I love that. Like I'm a big fan of drum fills in general. And sometimes I think production wise, a lot of people get it wrong because they go for, I don't know, the wrong sounds or some, sometimes it's just not right. This one really worked for me and I really kind of took to it and I, it really kind of, we've, we've had songs on the show um, in our previous episodes where there's like just space before the, it drops in. Um, but what's really cool is when you put a drum fill in, it fills that space, but it still like builds you up to that big kind of smash of sound. 100%. Um, and I really, really loved that. Drum rhythm in, in general, I thought, because it's obviously an EDM kind of pop song, you know, you could get shuffle dancers kind of shuffling to this, that, that kind of kick rhythm. Oh, and, definitely. Uh, and I, I loved, there's a very subtle decision that they made in the verse where they opened up, the, they did like frequency filtering, where they, they had like a, I don't know, high pass filter and they just opened it up slowly in the verse on that kind of drum build which again emphasized that build even more so love that and i, I love the kick because the kick's really important in this kind of track where you've got to have that that real booming presence and there's a particular sound that i think people and listeners expect when they listen to this kind of genre of track and the sample instantly i was like in love with that so don't know what the sample is of course all samples are you know unique to some extent but it had a lovely clean presence but like a really nice bass kind of boom as well and thump in the low end um, and I love that so yeah th those are my kind of overall things that I loved about it for me <sighs> difficult as always to try and critique this kind of thing I think for me I didn't connect as much with the chorus kind of melody in the vocal as I did with the verse I don't know why, I can't necessarily put like my finger on it, but I just thought that the the phrasing and maybe it was the way it kind of da, 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 like I prefer, I maybe prefer it to be with that kind of beat and that kind of EDM vibe, maybe a bit more kind of plosive rather than the kind of smoother of the vocal. But I mean, I am going super critical here and it's still a really good chorus. So I'm 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 just literally thinking, hmm, what would I have changed? It would be maybe to make that instead of a smooth kind of rolling melody, more of a plosive kind of sassy in your face kind of punchy melody. But to be honest, that that's all I have. There's nothing really that I've that I've been able to dissect apart from that. And that is a personal choice. So for me, a great song. Clearly, loads of people are going to take that like a duck to water because it's got that real fresh, catchy vibe. And uh, yeah, I agree. I think she's got, obvi obviously, she's got some success behind her already, but with that kind of material and that kind of re relatability in her, in her work, it's, it's only going to grow. So yeah, great. Uh, yeah, and every single one of her songs at this kind of level. So... It's a, uh, and I have to say that I really love the chorus melody. I really yeah, yeah. love the like, live, she like really emphasized the word life. And I like it when artists do that, like, living oh. life. Do you know what? I was going to mention this because when we were listening to it just there, I thought to myself, oh, I've got to mention like the way she's, she's, but she, yeah, she does that kind of thing when she sings like the kind of, uh, like, rah, like, it's, it's so subtle. I think, they, what do they call it? Like, it's like a raspiness or something, but it just, she just uses it to emphasize her words and she does it so cool on her yeah. track. Yeah, uh, I, I thought the melody kind of was yeah. great with it, yeah. Yeah, so. I just think she smashed this one out of the park, you know, just. Yeah, totally. I loved it. 
Totally. So well done. Thank you so much for sending that in. And we massively look forward to hearing more of your stuff. Definitely. Definitely. Next up, we have a submission all the way from, so we've just came from London. We're flying all the way across the Atlantic to Nashville. And here is April Cry. Hi, this is April Cry. You're listening to the Songwriters Lounge podcast, and this is my new single, Watered Down. Looking back at mistakes, it's never easy. Turning the page sets my soul free, and I'm finding the faith in me. It's a think is just wow it's <laughs> this, this is why i love doing this podcast <laughs> finding artists like april when hearing songs like this i man I, I mean it literally blew me away when that first chorus came in like the songwriting the performance of the vocal the production it's literally world class in my opinion yeah. world class yeah. and just a little bit about april as well because she's 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 great and as you can tell by the clip, she's an extremely talented songwriter, a musician, singer, and you know, so much, in fact, that she actually trended at number one on Radio Disney uh, and broke into the top 30 on the highway with her first single, I believe it was. And yeah, this one's doing just as well. Uh, she's literally accumulated like millions and millions of views and streams. Class, deserved. Um, this is the one I like. She's performed with Enya as a backing vocalist for Enya. <laughs> that is cool, man. I respect that. <laughs> I think um, it's cool that Radio Disney is a thing. R Radio Disney, yeah. Hell know. yeah. <laughs> uh, is it big in the States or is this like... Yeah, a... it's pretty big here, man. Ah, see, that's pretty big here. Yeah, that's big, um, yeah. She's also written songs with songwriters that have had multiple number one songs like in the country scene, which is amazing. But, you know... I could I can't even praise this song highly enough. It's right up my street and it's something that it's the kind of music I just enjoy listening to. It's kind of got that bluesy feel. Mm. Yeah, just brightened up with the vocal performance and when that choir came in I was I literally like my whole body was like going crazy. <laughs> um if this really helps like express the emotion of the lyrics because if you listen again I, I keep i hate taking the lyrics away from you man you're the lyric man but the lyrics are so emotional and it should sure are it's just topped by an incredible vocal performance from april and then the choir underneath just adds the richness and the depth and the and the emotion that you, you this song needed and they did it perfectly she brings vocal power exactly when she needs to, and she brings it back soft when she needs to. Just again, like I can't express how much I admire the vocal performance and the the, the thought that's gone into the songwriting and the melody. Yeah, I, I I just really respect and admire that because they've pulled back and they've given you everything when they need to. Yeah, the story and the lyrics is heartbreaking, but also incredible and really inspiring and extremely cleverly written mm. uh, I, I love the electric guitar tone in the background that the drums are really nicely shaped and kind of supporting her and everything because this this song is all about the vocal mm. all about the vocal and everything shapes around the vocal so nicely and i i yeah this this, this is one song that you get them every now and then. Once in a blue moon, you hear a song and you're lost for words because of 
how good you find it. And this was one of them for me. <laughs> I, I just, I can't speak highly enough. And, you know, I've got, with every song, we try and add something and talk a little about something that we may have added if we were in the songwriting session or the control room. But this may be a first for me because I can't think, I listened to it so many times and I, I couldn't find anything that I would have added or taken back if I was being like hyper, hyper, hyper critical, maybe I'd have bought the snare down a DB. Mm -hmm. But again, that's just like, if I had to find one thing, that's, that's it. It still doesn't affect anything. I think the beauty of songs like this is that I've listened to this song and learned something new every time I listen to it in terms of songwriting and production. And that's why I like songs like this. You can tell it's been produced by a top, top level yeah, producer yeah. and listen to it. You, you hear tips and tricks of your own. You've, he's, he's compressed things nicely and they've taken back where they need to. And then they've, I just think they've done an amazing job. And I, I just think it's a stunning song and the co-writers and producers and April herself just smashed. Awesome. Honestly, smashed. it's beautiful. The day I get to record a gospel choir in a church or wherever, will be one of the <laughs> highlights of my production life because that just took me to church, man. That was just like... <laughs> take me to church. Oh, take me to church. Yeah. Oh, man. It was so good. I mean, I'm a massive fan of gospel music. Um, and to have it in there and so much soul was packed into that track, I was just like instantly like... You know that expression you have when you're, you're listening to soul music and it's just like... Mm. You know exactly what you're trying to achieve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So people won't be able to see me physically, but I'm doing this expression into the mic and it's, uh, yeah, unreal soulful vibes. And I completely agree with Tom in that the, the vocal expression and the vocal control that she's got is outstanding. And every kind of phrase that she sung took me on that lyrical journey that she was going on. And that's something that I think listeners will get on board on because music is emotional and this song is packed full of it for me. And the lyrics, yeah, you said it as well, they're, they're so deep, but they're beautiful, they're relatable, they're really direct as well, which I love. Um, they're you get some lyrics where they go kind of, you know, kind of they walk around subjects and you have to kind of piece it together. But this is quite direct in its story. Um, and it just, yeah, the way she delivers it vocally just breaks your heart. Um, I think for me, that that's everything. The the vo the gospel choir sounded huge, but yeah, not, not in like a negative way because... You know, you had that gospel power coming across, but you didn't have it swarming over her vocal as well. So that was a real cool balancing that's went on there and a really nice production that's happened to to balance those together, to make them work so well together and to just create that, that soulful vibe, which is just, it's just oozing out of this track. And I've, I've put down as well, I loved the kick in the snare. Because when I tuned into them, they are like so present, they're, but they're so nicely mixed in that when I tune back to the vocals, I, I'm not distracted by them. But see, like, they are there, like, adding so much of that rhythm, like, just like that. It's quite, you know, it's like a low BPM, but it's a really nice kind of walking rhythm. And they, for me, they just had that, that punch um, but yeah, it was not overstepping the vocals at all. So yeah, I'm I'm just like fangirling over this track, man. Oh, me too, um, mate. Fangirling so, hard right here. <laughs> fangirling hard, <laughs> April. But um, in terms of critique, maybe for me a, a tad less reverb on the vocal. It did sit really nice in the mix. Do not get me wrong, but I just maybe wanted her a wee bit ever so slightly forward um, in my in my ears because she's got such a rich timbre um, and reverb can sometimes dampen that ever so slightly 
it, it really didn't in this track. Her timbre is still beautifully coming through. But again, even less reverb, maybe 5-10% less, would have just been hitting the nail on the head for me. Um, and there was one slight peak in her vocal around 300-400 hertz, which now and again was just twanging me like, oh, I'd, I'd want to kind of notch that out or dynamic EQ that. But I mean, that is seriously picky. So that's it. That is all I got. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing as well. Like you said it in the last track, like what different people hear. Yeah, yeah. totally. It, it, yeah, it really interests me. But yeah, I'm a, I think fangirling hard will be the caption of this, <laughs> for this section. We'll need, to, we'll need to create a new hashtag, hashtag songwriters lounge fangirling over April. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come back next week, I'll have like the April shirt, a hat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll have all her merch we'll have we'll been our own <laughs> and we'll just be wearing her merch class so yeah it's a fantastic job honestly so yeah thank, thank you so much for sending that in it was a pleasure to listen to and review so next up we have so where are we going I think we're staying in the states aren't we Tom yeah Jessica next up is she's from New York I believe class Hey, this is Jessica Lynn, and you're listening to my single, Now or Never. That was obviously incredible. I love the guitar solo. Horns <laughs> up for that. Um, yeah, I just love this. Again, like such a fun, feel-good song. And again, a little bit about Jessica. This is going to really impress you, Andy. So Jessica's performed with Brad Paisley, Keith Urban, ZZ Top, Ooh, and Urban. the queen of country music, Loretta Lynn. Ooh, so it's quite a... Royalty resume there and yeah. she's toured internationally for years she's been on huge huge tv channels and stations she's had songs in the top 40 of country radio as well as charting in the top 10 on itunes which is pretty pretty cool really impressive uh, she's also an advocate for the military the arts animals and she's a mentor for young women all over the world so it's just an incredible role model Incredible Goodness. woman, incredible musician. And this song is, you know, we say in the UK, when you hear a good song, you go, that is a tune. 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 <laughs> uh, that's what we say in the UK. And that's, this, this song is a tune. Absolutely. As soon as you hear it, you're like, I was like, I want a drum for, yeah. for Jessica. I want a drum. It, it just, it's a great song. It, one of those songs you listen to and think, you can imagine it in like a movie soundtrack. Uh, it would fit right in there with any kind of feel-good movie and, or comedy, you know, just something that makes you feel good. Yeah. I think it beautifully showcases top quality performance, songwriting and production. Mm -hmm. Again, what I mean by performance is to get the kind of crispness and the, the clarity of the recording and the vocal and, you know, the guitar performance... You have, to, you have to record it well and you have to perform it well into the mic, which is easier said than done. And it, it's something that can get overlooked a lot because producers have so many tools at their disposal these days. But you can tell in, in tracks like the, all three of our tracks today, the performance to get the song recorded has been absolutely second to none. Yeah. Incredible. Same with this song, like everything. I love the drum beat, especially love the production on the snare. It has that great smack that you want in a snare. 
and there's some verb on the snare rings right in the background there that just kind of nicely fill it out and again just emphasize that crunch of the snare that you know you, you want to hear in kind of a song like this straight away when the song kicks in there's a guitar lead line that i love uh, like lead lines are so hard to write a good one you know especially yeah. on guitar and they've just nailed it here and it's a lovely warm crunchy guitar tone yeah really nice really nice guitar tone and if i'm not mistaken there's like a subtle glockenspiel in the background going along with the guitar lead it might be a glockenspiel it might be something else but if i can hear something in the background there that just adds the kind of the the shine that they've just done beautifully the vocal performance and the chorus melody the whole melody but especially the chorus melody to, to add that kind of cool run the vocal run, you know, it's now and never bad enough forever. Get it out my chest on you. It's just so nice. It, yeah. What a hook. And that is a hook. It pulls you straight in and you're like, oh, what's coming next? And then everything kind of repeats and then she resolves it beautifully as well. I, it's one of those choruses you listen to and you, you just can't dislike it. Yeah, it's radio ready, isn't it? Oh, very much so. It'd fit in anywhere. Honestly, anyone would like this kind of song. Again, I just think it's very clever songwriting, very clever production to to achieve it. And just very, very nicely done. It's one of those songs that you listen to a couple of times and you know all the words, (laughs) which is, (laughs) again, a compliment in itself. I think every songwriter musician strives for that, but somehow they've nailed it and i wish that they'd share the secret sauce because i'd love it <laughs> on a couple of my own tracks hp sauce hp sauce <laughs> uh, yeah extremely talented and clever songwriter all over um and yeah there's a guitar solo like i said before oh, that guitar solo man bring so the good. solos back and yeah. uh, another thing that i read about jessica is her, a lot of her family are in the band. Like her mum sings backup what? vocals. Her husband's the guitarist. So it's probably no her husband's way. guitar solo. Her Shut dad up. plays bass. What? Yeah. Play the Von Trapp family on tour. Oh, that's better class. than the Von Trapps. Yeah. They have a guitar class. solo. The Von Trapps didn't have a guitar solo. That's true. That, that's true. All they did was a cappella stuff, didn't they? There's, um, there's some lovely pedal steel in there as well, which is obviously a staple of country music and... That's the only thing I've written. I would love to have heard more of that. But again, it's personal taste because I love it so much. And they've sprinkled it in like they sprinkled it in, sorry, enough during the song. It kept me happy. <laughs> you know, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, they're gonna go with this pedal steel. And they really did, and they absolutely rocked it. And again, it's just a personal songwriting decision that I would have done, just added some more of it in there, but Everything's subjective. Nothing takes away from the quality of the track. As Andy said, I think this I think this is one of the songs that could fit on any radio station around mm. the world and would fit in. So again, just the songwriting is world class and really comes through. Top notch. No, I absolutely agree. Um, I see when it kind of faded out there and it just went to the kick in her singing da, 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 da. i could just imagine like you're at a festival she's got like the band her well she's got her family to stop playing <laughs> and it's just you know someone on kick and she's like you know clapping her hands everyone's you know clapping along and you, you, you just get that cool festival like that is a big crowd moment like and they've built the song i think maybe with that in mind because she's obviously touring a lot and Clever, some great success at it. So that's what that's what Queen did with "We Will Rock You." Yes, they yes. wrote a song so for the audience. Exactly. So there's a theory here, and you know, when when bands do that, they do it for a really good reason because the, the the listeners and you know, not just listeners in the headphones, but when you're listening at the festival, you want to feel like you're part of the song, and that's you know that kind of clapping moment there will really build up. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, Overall, really upbeat, energetic, country music vibes, really polished, strong, commercial, 
kind of vocal performance there and a really easy one I've said before to slot right in the radio charts. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. It's got that that kind of polished gleam over it all, which just screams, I am I'm a tune, as you've said. <laughs> so it's you know, it's tune. it's just it's just got that polish. I love one of the key things I love is the you know the guitar stabs in the verse where it's like it's like that yeah, off the rhythm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's that in itself just makes me go. Oh, I'm excited now. So yeah, love I get that it. It builds the, the suspense, doesn't it? Yeah, like the, totally. It just love adds that dynamic up. where like you, you kind of like can't help but move your head. Yeah, totally. And and you got that like it's a country song, but it's got that rock. Like that's kind of rocky, isn't it? Like oh, yeah, that's beat palm muties, so eighties like hair metal kind of stuff. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, totally. So love it, and I've put in particular. I love the way the toms were mixed. So I don't know about you, but I always find toms quite quite tough to mix myself because I always I always want them really wide and really like really boomy. But then the wider I, I make them, you know, you know, you just have you have to get a balance between them being wide enough to for it to feel like the drums are you know in front of you but but i feel like it's difficult because the toms and the frequencies and whatnot they lend themselves better to being in the middle but they've done this really nice balancing act where they've got that width just right for me and they've got the tones of the toms just right as well so the frequencies and the way they've balanced the spectrum on the toms like as soon as i heard them come in i was like oh they are mixed really well so i love the toms and yes that guitar solo oh unreal so classic, jessica's eh? jessica's dad smashed it, <laughs> if, it is, <laughs> if it is our dad we're just surmising but husband i, I believe husband. oh sorry husband so i'm, I'm getting it wrong I, ca- I can't keep up they're all her family's in the band so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah amazing guitar solo loved it Love the harmonies and the vocal. So we said it in the, you know, with the Eleni C, um, the first song. She's she's also got a lot of harmonies in her vocal here, and they're they're almost on every word, I think. But they're like really well mixed, so they're like just subtle, just underneath the lead vocal to kind of further saturate the the melody that she's singing. Love that, um, and that's really kind of my kind of good points. If I'm if I'm trying to be super critical i think for me i loved the verse that's like when i was just like oh i'm loving this track and there was like a held instrument that kind of filled the space which is nice i did like it but i i I thought the the verse could have been more impactful if that was removed and and there was that natural there was a bit more of the space if you removed that so it was like i don't know it sounded to me like a kind of plucked string a kind of long-held type synth or pad. I could be wrong, but there was something in there, if you listen back to it, that if that was taken out, you know, her her vocal and the, the guitars and everything would just be a bit more spacious. Um, and that's that's pretty much it, I think. The only other thing I've, I've mentioned is I'd like to hear more of the acoustic guitars. But ugh, I, I, could, I could leave or take take that you know it's 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 just again a little kind of a little bit more for me would have been perfect but that's it great 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 tune <laughs> and one to definitely add to your country music road trip playlist it'll sure. be in our playlist it'll be um, in our playlist <laughs> link in description if Get you want to hear the basket. whole song <laughs> straight in my basket <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah so just a great, great tune. So thank you for sending it's it. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, keep on, keep on writing stuff like that, and you'll be taking over, Keith Urban. <laughs> I hope the family's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously oh, impressive. So good, so good. Right. So we'll move on now to our next section, which is when our listeners send us in some questions. So I'm just going to hit right up with it now. 
Hi, I am a huge fan of your show and I'm so excited to be calling in. Um, so I love music and I really would like to become a songwriter, but I've never done it before. So my question to you would be, what advice do you have to give someone who wants to start writing their own songs? And also what is a good instrument to start learning as your first instrument? I'm a complete beginner, but I have felt really inspired after listening to this podcast and would just love Love your advice. Thank you. Love that. Aww, well, oh. thank you so much for the kind words. It, it, honestly, it means the world to us hearing stuff like that. So good. So good. So, of course, this is the kind of question that I was really hoping for, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm really happy to hear that you wanted to start writing songs and, and maybe trying to decide which route to take. And, you know, everyone goes down the same route. Yeah. So, getting into songwriting and figuring out which instrument to start with can be overwhelming and it's it can be a lot to think about and you know maybe you want to learn multiple instruments but you know just I, I encourage you just to keep your motivation for wanting to learn it because there will be tough times and there'll be really frustrating times where you think you'll never get there and everyone else is better than you and you know you'll feel like crying <laughs> yeah and, and it, you really do and you, it, it's one of those things but I just implore you just to keep pushing through that. So my advice would be just to start thinking about the music you enjoy listening to straight away. Just, you know, maybe go for a walk or, you know, sit down somewhere, relax and just listen to some songs. Maybe start compiling a playlist together uh, of songs that you really like. Uh, you could take it one step further by thinking about the songs that you want to write and compiling a playlist of songs that you maybe wish you'd written. Mm, and then, like you know, when you have like a, a, a small playlist together, you'll probably be able to find correlations and links between these songs. Like maybe all of the songs are very piano-based and they're, and they're slow, or maybe they're, you know, like dance tracks. Then you'll, you'll get some kind of direction of the best place for you that's going to really impact everything that you want to get, want to learn and do. So like if it's a dance beat and it's very synth heavy, then maybe the piano and the keyboard is for you. If it's like, you know, acoustic -y stuff, pick up the guitar, or, you know, all these kind of things really mm -hmm. will help. I should give some advice to, you should definitely learn some basic music theory. Don't just go on YouTube and, you know, type in how to play a G chord. Of course, you'll need to learn how to play all the chords, but <laughs> really learn the basics of why those notes in the chords work together, what scales there are and why those notes work, how they do and what major and minor mean. You know, this is the basics because that will really help you with your songwriting journey. And, you know, once you find that link and once you decide then just take some, maybe take some lessons or there's plenty of YouTube lessons or online lessons available. Uh, that, I mean, that's one thing that I would do. And once you pick up, you know, the basics of the instrument, the pieces will start falling into place uh, and you'll start playing around with it. Again, a lot, a lot of it in the beginning is just playing around and just coming up with things you like. And it's really Jamming. exciting. So again, I, I implore you just to keep that motivation um, there's another exciting option, which is brand new for this week. And if you don't think you have time to learn an instrument, or maybe you don't have the motivation to learn an instrument and you just want to keep to the vocal and singing and writing lyrics and singing, we've actually just partnered with this amazing company called Jet Tracks. They're a Nashville-based company. Two incredible songwriters started it. And on Jet Tracks, you can find instrumental tracks of almost any genre that are professionally produced and ready to go. So you just, and you can buy or sell tracks on there. So if you're a musician wanting to sell, vice versa works the same. This segment of the Songwriters Lounge podcast is sponsored by JetTracks.com. JetTracks is a music marketplace for professionally produced instrumental tracks and beats, which are ready for you to add your lyrics and melodies to today. The tracks are produced by top producers and they are designed for artists and songwriters to use their own music. Once your song is done, you can pitch it to other artists or release it by yourself. Best of all, JetTracks.com has tracks in just about every genre, including pop, hip-hop, country, Americana, you name it, they've got it. Having demos of your songs can be expensive, and you're never sure if they'll turn out the way you want them to. 
but at JetTrax, you can search to find your sound ahead of time and save time and money on production costs. Head over to JetTrax.com and start searching today. Like I said, guys, I've checked them out the last few weeks and, and they really do have incredibly produced tracks for you just to grab. So yeah, head over there. Sounds so good. We'll, we'll put a link in the description for you to go check out. It's the, the fractionist of fraction compared to producing a song by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. would speed up your workflow if you're like a, a vocal artist. And exactly. You don't wanna, you, you don't want to spend too much time on the production or, or any time. You just want a, you know, a radio-ready kind of instrumental that you can just go to town writing your vocal on and off you go. Exactly. so good. And, you know, like, um, you, you'll decide, really put some thought into it. If you do want to learn an instrument, it's a lot of fun when you can play an instrument. But if you if you wanted to go mm. the different route, then this is literally perfect for you. So thank you for the question. That's my advice. I wanted to keep it like as short and sweet as possible because you could go into extreme detail here. But. Always could. Always could. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I kind of, I thought about the same kind of thing as you like start to start writing your own songs figure out what songs you currently love um and really study and take notes on what it is about that music that you really connect with and are passionate about and try and like make that a mindful analysis so what are those elements what yeah what are those elements that you can then bring into your own music um the best music you will write is the music you genuinely love and the kind of the themes and musical stuff that, that absolutely inspires you. That's always where you should try and aim to start. So if I would even then develop your first song from the bones of a favourite song that you've got in that playlist that, that Tom spoke about, that is songs I'd like to write and you could start with the same chord structure, the same key, the same BPM, whatever that is, but deliberately then change it. So don't just copy the exact melody, but use the the bones of the the key and the chord structure. You could even change the arrangement slightly so it's not the same chord structure. And start with a hum. That's what I do. Try and get that melody hook that, that we are always harboring on about on this podcast which is to try and get that hook and what I mean by that is that that melody that just sticks you'll you'll know when it feels like the hook because it instantly will just feel right um, and then once you've maybe started off with a hum playing along with with that chord structure just start playing about with phrases that's what I do so I just develop my hum into random assortment of words and out of nowhere or somewhere <laughs> Uh, a kind of sentence comes out and that then sets the tone and my starting point for the rest of the song. So that's kind of my advice on how I start personally to write my my songs. And before I know it, I'm then down the track and the ball starts rolling and, you know, I finish the chorus, then I start a verse, finish the verse, then decide, oh, a pre-chorus would, would sound cheeky, maybe fire that in, you know, um, and then bam, it's done. Now, it's not always easy and it doesn't always take me 10 minutes and I don't always just, you know, have that inspiration. Sometimes it is massively frustrating and massively does make me want to cry when I just cannot get it right. Yep. And I just walk It'll away happen. sometimes from a session and I just feel miserable because it's just like, oh, I just wasn't hitting it today or or whatever. But that is part of the parcel of the creative journey of songwriting and it's not always... You don't always get the the kind of flow that you need. Um, so what I would say is try not getting your head about songwriting. And what I mean by that is when you sit down to play music, okay, you might sit down with a target of writing a song, but if it doesn't come, don't beat yourself up. Um, because what I've found myself is the more stressed I get and the more I try and force it, the the harder it is because your your creative juices come best when you're in a relaxed state and if you kind of put that pressure on yourself it dampens that kind of flow um of that creative juice so just try and if it happens it happens and it, and it comes and it's right and that song in that moment if it comes out was meant for you in that moment 
that's what I believe anyway. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's given you a, a kind of steer into into my personal process. I would say that you'll just need to work out what your process will be because like me and Tom have said multiple times in the show, all of this is subjective and it's all very personal. So there can be various different methods and that's just mine. In terms of instrument-wise, I kind of, I think piano and guitar are fundamentals for me and I think in most tracks in the modern day, if you listen to them, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but there'll always be one of those two, or if not both. And I think for me, like, that comes, you know, even if that piano part is disguised as a synth, it still maybe sounds like an organ or something. I think there's a there's a fundamental reason why the piano and guitar are still the most popular instruments, and it's because they give such flexibility to the artist to definitely. play around with different chords, different structures, and that kind of thing. And and definitely, it helps me get my inspiration and and get out song ideas quickly. So that's not to say that if you're crazy at the trumpet that you can't write an amazing hook on the trumpet, you know, and then transpose that that trumpet melody into an amazing vocal melody. But I just think um, piano and guitar for me is always what I'd recommend. Likewise. <laughs> So yeah, hopefully that was a that was quite a, a good question. That was a quite like quality that. question. And I love that we've got people, not just people that are experienced with songwriting, but sending in stuff like literally, I want to start from scratch. Tell me how. I love that. Like yeah, go for me it. Too. Absolutely go for it. Because we've all been there. It's like learning to ski, and I remember looking up at the slope and watching all these like six-year-olds. I was I think I learned to ski when I was like, I don't know, 15. I was watching all these toddlers whizzing down the slopes and I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> they are I incredible. Feel, yeah. <laughs> like they are sm- like so good and I can barely stand on the things stationary, never mind move down a hill. And I felt so insecure and yeah. so out my depth. And it's like anything, like songwriting's like that, isn't it? You're probably... You're oh, probably so like, much. Yeah. Like we, we don't want ever to for people to listen to any of this and feel intimidated because you know it's just relax into it and you'll enjoy it but you will learn a lot and you'll get it wrong 50 percent of the time and you'll get it right the other 50 percent, and that's part of the journey exactly it's just yeah, yeah it's just one of those things isn't it like andy said it's like skiing <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like skiing <laughs> you'll be looking at other artists thinking Wow, am I ever going to be that good? And then it's easy to doubt yourself, but yeah, just keep going, and you'll get there. Keep going on, right? Cool. So let's go to our next uh, question, all the way from Germany, Deutschland. Deutschland, love it. Hey, this is Gobeck from Germany. Um, my question is on general songwriting workflow. How do you keep track on working on an idea or a song? Pen and paper style always made it difficult for me to settle parts I wrote. I always change something on any take, so I started working directly into a door just to make it easier to recall, but there I quickly get distracted by all the possibilities plugins and VSTs offer. So... um, Although I know there is no nothing like a standard way to write songs easily, but you might write, run into similar problems or you found a way to for yourself to dodge them. And I'd be interested in that. Greetings and have a good time. Stay healthy. Oh, stay healthy too, my man. Thank you, man. You stay healthy too. Great vibes coming from you. Love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is... When I heard this question, like I, I just found myself nodding along because mm. I am the exact same Govic. I get tr- I get distracted so so easily. Yeah, yeah. And it, it frustrates me all the time because I'll ruin the idea for myself if I get carried <laughs> away with it too much. You know, <laughs> like I have to really pull back, really pull back, and I find that. You know, I'll start writing a song on the guitar 
And if there's something I like, I'll record it on my phone's voice notes, as we've spoken about before. And I'll keep persevering this way. And, you know, if I might come to a roadblock and I'll kind of put everything down and come back to it. And if I can't get past that kind of, you know, momentum of where I've got to in a particular song using the voice notes, that's when I'll start kind of very rough tracking it in Studio One. And then that's when I kind of use the, the, the the, the, I'll use the distraction, sorry, of adding VSTs and plugins to my advantage and really kind of take, just ride the wave, see where it goes. And I either completely mess it up or I inspire myself. And it's almost like you hear where the song's going to go after that. And sometimes it's as simple as just adding two notes on the piano just to emphasize something. It's, or even if like you had a drum beat behind it and just like add a ride bell on a couple of offbeats mm-hmm. to emphasize something. And just that slight bit of emphasis could inspire you. Yeah. You know, you might have to dive deeper in and add some more. But yeah, man, this is this is something that I struggle with all the time. And I really try and keep it to me and my guitar until I've exhausted all avenues. And then I'll use the distraction and the and, and and just everything that you're trying to avoid in the question itself, I'll try and use that as best to my advantage as possible. When I have an idea that I feel I can't take any more on the guitar, because you know, it's a juggling act. You have songs that you finish completely on the guitar and you're really happy with it and then you can start recording it. Or there's some, uh, you may have bits of songs and, you know, I, th- I think every person that writes songs in the world does this and yeah unfortunately i don't i don't have a device and coming away <laughs> from it <laughs> but, there's no magic pill <laughs> yeah there's no there's no magic pill there's no nothing no. but just try and ride the wave when that kind of inspiration comes but again do try and finish it as much with one instrument and vocal as you can mm. that's all i have to say do, do you put else. like see when you are see when you've got your voice notes do you like will you put the chorus in your DAW only and then develop your verses in the DAW or do you do like literally I'm putting my full song in the DAW now like how do you know what I mean it depends how much I have this I you know Mm. for me personally I'm a bit of a perfectionist so I will only take songs to the DAW when I think that they can be something good you know Sure. I won't just throw it in there because I think, oh, you know, this That's an idea. almost yeah. sounds cool. My yeah, ideas yeah. are on my phone and that way I can not yeah, so waste time, that, you know? You've got that segregation. That's like your own quality control happening there without maybe even thinking about it, isn't it? Like Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to voice note dump everything here and then you'll sort that into the door, yeah. Exactly. Cool. And yeah, I, I must admit when I do have a song... I'll record the whole thing. Oh, I always start with a drum beat just to help me keep to a click. I think recording to a click is vital when yep. you're recording. Just yeah, totally, totally. You know, you don't unless you're like in a in a rock band, you know, and you kind of go with a groove more or a blue. Yeah, but I always record with a click, and I use a very simple drum beat just to help me stay in time. And that's it. Great question, cool. though, man. Because really good. It's question. a tough one. I am, I'm actually a bit of a variation to like Tom. So I've, as I've said previously, I'm mostly writing a track when I'm in the right feeling mode, when I'm inspired and, you know, all those creative juices are kicking off. Um, And they usually for me, like I've said, just come about when I'm messing about. So I'm just having a jam. Um, I've been listening to a couple of tunes which have inspired me and I'm like, right, I'm in the mood for a potential song to just, you know, come around. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, And when it starts to develop from just a jam into like, oh, there are some ideas, hooks coming here. That's when, like Tom, I'll get, I'll get usually first things first, my phone out, and I'll voice note that with me playing 
and humming, hawing, singing, you name it, whatever that noise will be that's coming out of my mouth. Um, uh, but I'm I'm pen to paper guy, actually. I know you said um, that it kind of distracts you, but for me, pen to paper, especially with the lyrics, I like to kind of read them back and really see what kind of story they're painting me. So, yeah, like pen to paper is, is kind of where I kind of start with. I'd say I, like you, get really or used to get really distracted with sound design in the door. So if I'm not really careful, then, I, yeah, I go down a rabbit hole trying to... Because there's always a sound that is better. You know that way? It's like you always have it in the back of your mind. Oh, but what about if I just look for another five minutes, I might come across that sample that just it's better. And yeah, you're always going to find find that. That's That's like... That's not songwriting specific, production specific. That's life specific. Yeah, there's always going to be a a greener grass or or whatever. But um, I've learned myself that it's always better for me to when I do that pen to paper lyric dump etc. I I write down a deliberate idea of what I want my sound design to be, and I try and put it into words. Because if I have a target, so if I say describe, I want a really warm airy pad that reminds me of the sea already like as i'm describing those words now i've got a sound that's hitting my brain like even as we're speaking right now so that really helps me in terms of sound design try and avoid going down endless different sounds and getting distracted because i might have went in with that target and ended up on a completely different sound and then I kind of go, what have I just spent the last half hour doing? Like, that wasn't what I intended. And I've just wasted my time. So that's that's one thing I do to prevent myself getting distracted. Um, and you could even, if you can't describe it in words, like, try and mimic it <laughs> with your mouth. You'll sound like an absolute dafty and you'll sound like you're going crazy to any of your neighbours because they'll just hear you wailing into a microphone. Of course, yeah, of course. Trying to sing like a synth. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> if it works, it works. And uh, we've we spoke about it on the show, haven't we, Tom? Like, like, if me and you were to get in a session, you'd be, you'd, like, try and make the sound with your mouth, wouldn't you? And I would then oh, try always. and dial that into the synth. <laughs> so that's that's obviously how we'd work it together. And, and I think that would work, you know? So... Having a target is important um, and trying to be as clear as possible and that target will, will stop you wasting time. Um, but always remember, if something comes and you do get distracted and it just works, so it's, it wasn't your target, if it, if it works, then that's okay too. Because sometimes I'll still have a target and I'll change. Because you've you got to adapt as well to that process as you go through the, the song because you, you might... I might have had the target of that warm, airy pad that sounds like the sea initially, and then I bring the vocalist on and it's just clashing, and I've got to change it. So you've always got to adapt as well. So big, big question there, wasn't it? It's was a great question. Really you know, was a, a great really question. good question. I really enjoyed that one, actually. So um, more of that. Love that. <laughs> really cool. Great episode again. Fantastic artists. What an Fantastic questions. Oh, we've had all sorts of kickings off on this show. It's been brilliant. Really cool. Exactly. And we've, so we've had the Von Trapp family. <laughs> we've had amazing questions. We've had beginners. We've had people banging their heads that are clearly already kind of in the songwriting production game. And we've had a guitar solo. We've had a, we've had a beautiful guitar <laughs> solo. We've had a gospel choir. Oh man, what an episode! What we've more could you ask? An EDM crunching, punching tune at the start of Eleni C. I mean, we've had it all. So yeah, thank you so much. Lovely stuff. Thank you. All this stuff that you're sending in, and we want to just keep the ball rolling. If there's any new listeners with questions, please send us a voice note. You can even just DM it to us direct um, via your mobile phone onto us at, at Songwriters Lounge on Instagram, and we'll get we'll get it on the show and challenge us, push our buttons, please, see please what do. you can do. 
Um, and then we'll continue to need to have a sleep after we shoot this podcast because we'll be we'll be frazzled. <laughs> yeah, I'm about ready now. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. See you next time. <laughs>